It's the podcast that wants a pony. Daddy, we want a pony. It's Power Word Roll. Salutations and welcome to this uh, new series of Power Word Roll. I am Conrad Leeton Gray, the Dungeon Master, and we are recording remotely for this one, so hopefully this all works out. But... <laughs> We're so far away. Yeah, so alone. yeah all across the country. <laughs> so, so alone. alone. <laughs> but we've all got our microphones, so hopefully this should work fine. To start things off, I am here with Naomi. Hello. Who is playing... Glax. I am here with Annie. Hello. Who is playing... Dorna. And I am here with Henry. Hello. Who is playing... Slate. So, the three of you work for Tooth and Claw Monster Disposal Services. It's this slightly on the cheaper side way of, of people wanting to get rid of monsters run by Gorthax Garn, a fairly famous adventurer back in the day, but now sort of an aging bugbear. The three of you are, you know, a set of agents that are travelling out of Daggerford in the centre of the Sword Coast to help deal with these kinds of pests and monstrosities. It's a decent paying job, keeps you on the road, and you get dental coverage. And I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> and so, with that, I think we're going to go into character introductions. So, Annie, could you please introduce your character and tell uh, the folks at home a bit, bit about them? Yeah, I'm playing Dorna Braunanville, a dwarf ranger and the daughter of the local lord of the town. She has spent most of her life looking after things at home, trying to make sure the family's finances and state are all fine, and has recently come into enough money that has allowed her to go, well, enough of that, I want to go whacking monsters. I'm now a woman of independent means. It's time for murders. Yeah. So she promptly left and has discovered an internship at a monster hunting company. But along with the money that she inherited, uh, she also had a slightly odd inheritance from her uncle in the form of Glax. Yeah, Naomi, could you introduce your character? Yeah, so I'm playing Glax, who is a lizard folk fighter, and I was part of the inheritance for Dorna from her eccentric <laughs> uncle. Her uncle once saved me from a near-death experience and gave me a sandwich, and that was pretty much all that was required for me to bond myself for life to eccentric uncle. And now that bond has been passed to Dorna. So um, I have to go everywhere with her because if I'm left unattended for any period of time, I will cause havoc. (laughs) What's your alignment? Uh, I think I put it chaotic evil. (laughs) (laughs) You're evil. Fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, But you also have to follow orders. Because it wasn't just a sandwich, but it was also saving you from being killed, wasn't it? Yeah. Eccentric uncle's friend who I've called Jimothy. Jimothy Thumbernickel. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I was stealing some food while they were out on a hunting trip. And Jimothy was like, you wretch, I shall kill you. And uncle was like, nah, it's a laugh. Let him live. And then I was like, 
I love you and I must be with you forever. (laughs) (laughs) And so you were bonded and now you're being passed down the family line and Donna inherited you. Whether she wanted to or not. (laughs) (laughs) I think not being the key word here. I I think she's still undecided about that bit. (laughs) And then the final uh, member of your band is Henry's character. So could you introduce your character, please? Yeah, of course. So I'm playing Jeremiah Slate, who is a very nervous Earth Genasi sorcerer. He was raised in the Underdark by a group of dwarves and one point ran away when they got raided and like burnt to the ground by a group of drow. So now he's in the surface, doesn't know what to do, and needs some money, and thought, cool, I guess I'll get a job doing the one thing I can do, which is stand there and take hits. Slate likes being um, under the ground, and he doesn't like being uh, not under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you are well above ground, because in fact, you're currently on a boat. This boat is, is being capped. Yeah. <laughs> Slate is immediately seasick. I like the idea that he's just uh, throwing up, you know, those little pebbles you get in fish tanks? The, yeah, the yeah. neon coloured ones. And he's just like, blah! <laughs> <laughs> and there's chunk uh, carrots in there because that's the rules. And sweet corn. It's all and corn, you, you yeah. You even eat sweet corn and you're like, where'd that come from? As you're vomiting over there, all these sort of tiny pebbles are spilling <laughs> out. You sort of see the captain, don't worry, it will clear up once we get to the island. It's just a bit of seasickness. Island, oh, I hate the water. <laughs> and you look back to see the sea elf captain, Captain Christos uh, Lullagath. M- Mr. Lullagath, how much... L- how much longer? We're nearly there now. Thank God. And you can see he's pulling around, and your boat is a sort of small vessel. Your cart is in the middle of it, uh, being sort of like it's been tied down. It's sort of like a, a junker kind of boat, and then at the front it's being pulled by a school of dolphins, uh, which are sort of taking it to the island. But you can see that there's this mystical fog that, that is around the area, just like in the periphery of your vision. You sort of pull through, and this veil is pulled back, and suddenly, as you guys are pulling in, sort of standing on this little junker of a boat you see these gigantic towering golden spires and these giant waterfalls tropical palm trees all over the place beautiful pristine white sands the sun glistening down and actually as you're all looking up at the sky you realize that there are three different suns visible in the sky, Whoa. Uh, which obviously isn't visible from the material plane. Whoa! You can see that the captain like chars on the reins with all the dolphins and they all start to pull around to the right and you're starting to sort of go round the island. You see it goes into a more natural section where there are deciduous trees and there are houses built in them. The three suns are because then this is uh, between three different planes of reality. You've got the material plane we came from, you've got the Feywild as well, and you've got Arvandor, the the realm of the gods. I've I've never heard of Arvandor. The elven pantheon reside there. When Ah. Evermeets is supposedly, uh, was lifted from Arvandor and placed in the border between the realms. That's how we ended up with this place. And you know that you're headed towards Evermeet. Evermeet is where all elves end up. When elves get old, they feel a call to the west and they will sail out towards Evermeet. Elf graveyard. Very, basically. Uh, more like elf retirement home. Even worse. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no one visits me. <laughs> no one can visit me. 
because I'm stuck between the three realms. <laughs> Basically, it's where elves end up, and very little is known about this place. It's mystical, it's magical. They rarely get outsiders, and almost no non-elves are allowed on the island. We shouldn't be here. <laughs> well, you, re you recall that the only reason that you're allowed on is because Gorthax Garn, the guy who owns Tooth and Claw Monster Disposal Services that you work for, was friends with a elven woman that now lives here called Biffiel the Orange. I like Biffiel the Orange. Mm. very good. Yeah. What are you guys thinking as you're sort of pulling into the island? What, what, what's everybody's thought? Glax is probably doing that thing that like lizards do where they sort of skitter around and he's basically yeah. putting his nose into all the things where he shouldn't put his nose into. All the barrels of like <laughs> fish and, and things that, yeah. that are sort of around the area. Yeah, he's cracked open a barrel in the hold and he's like there just guzzling as many fish as he can get into his body. <laughs> Just like whole. Are you doing it stealthily? Like trying to not attract the captain's attention? Or? Sure, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, make a stealth check for me, will you? Eleven. Okay, thankfully, like he's distracted with uh, focusing on the uh, uh, you know, steering of the ship. And so just you're just outside of his vision and managed to just guzzle half a barrel of fish. Uh, just <laughs> into like, your oh, 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 oh. oh my god. Like you look like a hamster for a second, like like a lizard. Yeah, hamster. my cheeks are full and then I'm like mm. And it just all goes down at once. <laughs> the captain may not notice that, but with a passive perception of twelve, Dorna does. Yep. <laughs> so she looks over her shoulder and sees Glax basically face first in a barrel and just goes, no, Glax, Glax, and clicks her fingers at him, just going, no, no, stop eating their food. Make an animal handling check for me. <laughs> no, I'm a PC. I get to make yeah. my own decision. <laughs> I just want to make that joke at least once. That's fair. <laughs> As a PC who makes their own decisions and a character <laughs> with agency, I sulkily pull my head out of the barrel and I've got my cheeks are full. And then I just swallow. And then I sort of like skulk over and sit next to you. Glad we sorted that. And once we land, you can't just go around eating the people there either. What? That's not why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> and as you, you see uh, Glax let out a, a begrudging noise, you come round the coast and you enter into like this picturesque bay with these pristine yet quite simple marble houses with big glass panels out front and there's a sort of gravel road of uh, tiny uh, pebbles almost like a zen garden kind of perfectly maintained that works its way down this mountainside towards this lovely beach shorefront. Slate's looking at this just like drooling slightly just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dry land. And you can also see that right at the centre about halfway down the mountain there's a big structure that's like cuboid almost modern and architecture and uh, you can see that there's a giant coral reef out front that's almost bioluminescent in sort of like pinks and blues and greens and there's that fresh sea air that scent that, that sort of sifts across the place that unfortunately slate is not too good for you yeah he definitely prefers the kind of musty clagginess of uh like a tunnel network great use of the word claggy you're welcome. Yeah. And so eventually you guys uh, pull up to a small pier on the side. Again, instead of it being like a rough cut pier like you're used to, it's very you know clear planks that are laid out in like a light wood. The second that we're like even close to the pier, Slate jumps onto the pier like over, over a gap in the water, just yeah. runs and then just like jumps down onto the beach and just like lies on the beach and just goes, oh, that's so much better. <laughs> 
and uh, oh. your head stops spinning. But you see there are so many funny looks from like these rich elves, old elves. He sits up and like sees them looking at him and goes, "Oh, I'm I'm re- really sorry. I'm here for a um." Oh. And then I would like to pop my head up over the side of the boat and say, Hello! Ah! <laughs> hey, can you do an intimidation check for me? I can. You're trying to get a low one here. That's what you think. Seven. <sighs> you can just see like this, this snooty elven woman. They also look like all like the snootiest elves because they are old people elves. The three of you, you're all dismounted and you can see that the dolphins that were pulling the cart all sort of scatter off. They let themselves loose and all disperse out into the coral reef. I was expecting you to just be like, and they stand up and they walk out of the beach. And I was just like, oh. No, but you do see that uh, a horse with a bow tie comes out with a mage hand floating next to it, holding a silver platter, drinks on it, and comes over to the elven woman that was disgusted at your appearance. And you hear the horse speak, terribly sorry, madam. Here, please take this as compliments of the house. And you can see a, a gin and tonic is, is resting on this platter and she sort of just takes it. How is he holding the gin and tonic? Away. As I said, there's a, a mage hand floating next to the horse. Can I make an arcana check if that's all right to see what's going on? Yes. Uh, 14. So you, having you know read up a little bit about this place before coming, you know that also on the island, alongside the sentient dolphins, and by the way, th- this is all canon. This is all genuine canon to the Forgotten Realms that they haven't retconned. I hate so, this so much. Uh, <laughs> there, there are... There are sentient horses called moon horses, which can talk and can each cast one spell. Uh, Are you a moon horse? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm one of the waiters here. Uh, How is a horse waiter a good idea? They're so big. My name is Sir Unbridled the Second. Unbridled. (laughs) It's nice to meet you, Mr. Unbridled. My friends called me Unbridled Fury. (coughs) Or Unbridled (laughs) Lost. Oh, no. (laughs) So are you the uh, three pest control people. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Please, follow me. And he starts to sort of uh, trot across the sands. You know, he's got a little bow tie around his neck and he's just a pure white horse shimmering in the sunlight. It looks almost like he glows. So Slate like, looks back at Glax and Dorna and just like scratches his head and goes like, uh, I guess we, we should follow him. Yes, I suppose so. We'll follow with the cart, I think. You get the two horses that pull the, the cart normally and uh, they, these are perfectly normal like, like brown mares. I have um, so many questions about this. Yeah. How do the horses... Can you imagine if there were just people, but they couldn't talk and we just use them to carry things? Like, would that not feel weird? I know. Look, I, like... They're like, oh no, he's he's not a moon horse. He's just a regular slave horse. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's like if we had a gorilla and somebody was using a gorilla to pull a cart, it'd be weird, but like we wouldn't... Yeah, I guess it's a moon horse, isn't it? It's not just a horse that can talk. It's a, yeah, they glow. It's a special, they like... They glow and cast magic. Do the moon horses shoot slave horses in the leg if they fall over? <laughs> yeah, they, they can all cast one spell. What This guy has is, a is, um, mage hand, so he's a waiter. There's another one he casts fireball and he puts down the yeah, slave yeah. horses. <laughs> he's like, uh, we had a horse race and everyone's like, yeah, I'll come see your horse race. And they're looking at this moon horse like, is this okay? Is this, okay? Is this, is this offensive this right? for us to watch horse <laughs> racing? No, that's like a running race. Yeah, and then the horse falls over and he's like, well, and just blasts it. He's like, <laughs> just, it's, yeah. it's better for the horse. Just, just cast like disintegrate, <laughs> just explodes him. <laughs> <laughs> it's better this way and just explodes. <laughs> Do you want to know some spells that moon horses know? Please. Yeah, go on. Uh, canonically. So there are canonic moon, moon horses that know color spray, magic missile, shield, magic sleep, missile. wall of fog, 
Knock, Ray of Enfeeblement, Stinking Cloud, Summon Swarm, and Web. Oh, and there's also... Um, web. Uh, uh, web. 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 <laughs> the horse just, like, lifts up its tail and Web comes out. And you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> I was bitten uh, by a radioactive spider, you see. And now foul. I look after this small three blocks of Brooklyn. That They all glow. And, it's your friendly uh, neighborhood horse spider. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a minimum intelligence of, of 14. That's better than me. Me as well, I think. <laughs> yeah, and me. That <laughs> horse is cleverer than all of us. <laughs> you are pest control. And so, you start to walk on the gravel path. What is the slate? Slate, slate um, he, doesn't, he doesn't eat rocky, so he's, he's bare feet, as he always is, and he's just enjoying the feel of them. Like It's like a, when um, when you walk on grass with your bare feet and you're like, mm, nature, um, it's that same feeling. Slate feeling a bit more comfortable and way less seasick. The other two of you just kind of fascinated by uh, this talking horse. You make your way up uh, the uh, mountainside uh, until eventually you reach that big glass building. I have a question that's very story important. Mm-hmm. Are I any of the you. elves wearing Hawaiian shirts? Oh yeah, and like those visors them. with mm-hmm. no hat on, like bikinis, but like old people bikinis. That's very sad. And, like, it... What is an old people bikini? <laughs> I don't like like Google uh, it. Just of, Google it. You know, like the, the oh, not bikinis, like a knee suit type swimming yeah costume. yeah 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 like there's some that are in that there are some of like the small younger ones who are in like more normal swim- swimwear they're wearing but a tankini because like... that's a very like aged lady thing to do right think miami florida oh old people smoking this is and, the vibe like, yeah yeah uh, and they're all they're, they're all sort of chilling out and like pottering around the places they all look a bit snooty and rich is there a bingo hall anywhere <gasps> Yes, there is. Oh, yeah. You see on the way up, there's just a, a, a place, you know, marked Bingo Center. Can we go here later? We would rather you, you don't interact with the guests. You are here for a job, and we're not really meant to allow outsiders into the island. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I didn't realize it wasn't okay. I, I won't do it then. Uh, it's not at my uh, 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 orders, but uh, uh, for the others, you know, the other people. <laughs> How do you pick up the balls with your hooves? I don't play bingo. And also he has mage hand. I, I do have this, and he waves his mage hand. Very good. But you're led inside the building, like he pushes with his mage hand open like a, a glass door, and you guys are sort of led inside the building, and he just trots up to the reception desks and says, Could you uh, go uh, get Stelios for me? Thank you. Oh, please take a seat. Can I get you anything? Yes. What drink would you like? Meat. No, no. Uh, that's not a drink. Do you have any tiny cocktail sausages? Uh, I'll see what I can do. Thank you. And uh, for the other two. Um, I'll just have some water, thank you. Whatever you consider your specialty. <laughs> and you can see he charges galloping out of the door, like his mage hand pushing it, and he charges down the mountainside, running at a pace. <laughs> his specialty <laughs> has to be taken from, like, five miles away, and he's like, ah! <laughs> he's like, fair enough, I really shouldn't have asked. <laughs> but, uh, no, he seems to, it seems to be, as you sort of look out the, win- the big window, uh, he seems to be headed back down to the beach bar. Does he poop on the floor? You know what, that was something that I was thinking about that I was, wasn't was going to ask, because sure, like, if he's a horse, he really shouldn't be allowed inside, because he just yeah, that was like, let go wherever. People what does the island. horse toilet look like? Does the horses have So it looks like control? one of those um, uh, Southeast Asian toilets where it's just a hole in the ground, I'd imagine. No, Does no, you don't squat? have to, you can standing up. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess he'd squat slightly. 
let's stop this conversation. Anymore, <laughs> I'm, begging, I'm begging all of you. Uh, so uh, you turn around and you see that there's a sea elf man. He sort of looks middle-aged with slicked back hair that's like in a receding hairline. Ah, hello. Uh, so you are you are the... Uh, Pest control. Tooth and claw? Yes, yes. Uh, y- yeah, we're, f- we're from to- Tooth and Claw. Um, my-, my name's uh, Jeremiah Slate, but you can just call me Slate. And he stamps forward and puts Hello, a shaky hand Mr. out. Hello, Mr. Slate. Uh, I am uh, Mr. Zanakos. I, I am uh, in charge of uh, 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 the uh, uh, facility here that we have for retired elves. I think they have a handshake that's like just a little bit too long. Yeah. Slate won't let go, and he's just like a really painted on smile, and then kind of realizes what he's doing. He goes, oh, and, and your your hand away. is like wet as you retract um, with like salt water. It's it's like he he sort hmm. of excretes salt water. It would seem, or maybe he's just been for a swim. It's hard to tell, but that's it's close to dry. And then he sort of leans out to shake Dorna's hand. Oh, pleasure to meet you. I'm uh, Dorna of Braun Anvil. Um, what is it you would like our help with? Ah, uh, right. So, we've been having a spot of bother, it must be said. Spot of bother. You see, um... Slate gets out a little notepad and starts just making notes. You see, uh, here in Evermeet, uh, nothing can ever get in or out that isn't uh, one of our community, and uh, yet we've been having um, issues. And he tugs at his uh, shirt slightly as he says this. Uh, oh, uh, well, what sort of issues do you mean? It's hard to say this... Um, we've been having, uh, pirates raiding the beaches. We own three beaches here at this site, and pirates have been, uh, regularly skeletal pirates and, and attacking our, our many customers. Ooh, yes, that does sound like quite a bit of trouble. And we can't really inform the authorities without probably getting shut down for malpractice. I see, yes, yes the need to recruit from Pi- elsewhere. Pirates raiding you is malpractice? You need to check your bylaws. You see, nothing is allowed in or out, and I, and I am rather sure we'd get pinned on this, and considering we're a fairly recent facility, only about a thousand years old, uh, we don't want it on our record, you know? So, if there is no way in and out in general, do you have any suspicions about where they are coming from? Not really, but it seems like it's just the one ship, and we'd uh, we'd rather like it dealt with. And uh, uh, one of our residents, Bithiel the Orange, has, has observed these uh, ships coming in and out, and she used to work with your employer, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Gorthax Garn, who I spoke with. And uh, yes, uh, she she highly recommended your services. We thought we could deal with it at first, but our own uh, defences, obviously, due to the island's defences being so magical, uh, we don't have much security here. Yet, yes, 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 yes. Quite. You have free reign to, to um, uh, talk with any of the staff, and uh, um, but uh, please try your best to steer clear of any of the... Uh, guests and if you can if uh, any approach you you're welcome to talk with them very well um we'll be polite don't worry yes <laughs> horse figure pulls in and uh, lays down a platter on the table with a mage hand and and uh, says here we are water cocktail sausages and uh, the house special the ever meet meet again 
I pick up the cocktail sausages on the tiny stick and I just eat it all, stick included, just like in one. <laughs> and just, just gulp down. A bit of the plate is gone as well. Yeah. Like it's a paper plate and there's just a bite mark out of it. Yeah. Donna, do you want to try the drink? Donna is going to take a sniff of the drink first. It smells delicious. You're resistant to poison, don't worry about it. Well, that's true. Then yeah, absolutely. And it's very alcoholic. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> And you sort of take a sip of it and you're like, whoa, whoa. And it's almost an instant kick. You're just feeling slightly tipsy from after just one sip. Oh my, this is this is a very strong drink. Yes, um, possibly best saved for after the job. Oh, ma'am. You see, it's uh, designed to keep elves drunk for days. <laughs> oh, well, I can see it would achieve that. Slip just has a few sips of the water and puts it back down again. Let me know if you need me. Oh, Sir Unbridled the Second, away! And he gallops back out of the door. <laughs> he leaves every room like that. He's just yes. like, Sir Unbridled the Second, away! So he gallops out of the room, and uh, then uh, you can see that Stelios says, Please, if you could uh, deal with it as soon as possible. And if you can find out how in the nine hells they got in, that would be very much appreciated as well. We'll do what we can. We're more ridding the area of monsters than sourcing the monsters, but... Of course, of course, but I can provide a bonus if you do find uh, the cause. Uh, spe- speaking of bo- bonus, um, h- how much are we getting paid for this job? Well, I believe after the reduction in fees uh, from uh, Mr. Gorthic... It's very good uh, to talk about money like that. And the uh, <laughs> and the uh, travel expenditure as well. Uh, you'd be looking at about uh, sixty gold pieces by the end. And what would the uh, bonus be if we um, uh, found out where these skeleton pirate people were coming from? An extra thirty gold. All right, thank you. I, I'm not sorry to talk about it like this. I just need to write it down. Well, uh, I, I wish you the best of luck. I've got a bit to be getting on with. Goodbye. So, and you guys are back in the foyer. Shall we head down to the beach? To the beach, beach. Nanky Minjaj. <laughs> Did he even say? Did he even tell us which beach we need to go to? No. Um. Actually, hold on. Sorry. Before we, before we do, uh, on the cart. I think should we leave the cart here by the building? Yeah. By the way, I should describe the cart. The cart itself. It, it's a wooden cart, but it's been painted in in you know, sort of blood red color. Uh, with a burgundy and white logo saying Tooth and Claw Monster Disposal Services. In the back, you would all know, there's all of the equipment uh, that that is generally there, including many things to capture monsters. It's our cue, like Mm. in James Bond, when he's like, and here's (laughs) this ring and a thing and some shoes with a knife in. Does that make the bugbear money, Penny? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, the the bugbear is M. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, wait till we meet yeah. our money penny when we next go back to the thing. Oh, uh, yeah, you've you you our have sexy got a money secretary. Penny. He's not very sexy, <laughs> but he's sec- he's certainly a secretary. Have you guys got the list up of the stuff that's in the car? No, no. no. Let me share the doc again. <laughs> Come, Sorry, like, I hate you guys. You think Fucking we organise things? Did you guys read the employee handbook? I did. Yes. No. And there wasn't enough jokes. <laughs> I tried to put jokes in there. No, I didn't read any of it. No, yeah, I haven't read this at all. You gave us a whole uh, document, and and there was like there's talk about five pages and here. Oh my god! You don't have to read all of it. You don't have to read all of it. But anyway, it's got. But we didn't have to read any of it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> 
so what Conrad's referring to is that uh, Tooth and Claw, Monster Disposal Services, Monstrous Solutions for Monstrous Problems, has an employee handbook, which we have all been given. Conrad did write it. It is five pages. There's a list of things, like we have in the car, which is fine, but there is company liabilities and concessions, and there is definitely a thing about 12 weeks maternity leave is provided, yeah. which is like, as long as the, the children aren't spawn of the nine hells. So like, there's there's a lot of stuff in here, and there's like, things about life insurance, about what happens if you die, and who gets mermaid tears and who doesn't, and like, this it's, it's quite a long book. I mean, uh, not many books are four pages. You can't defend yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's quarantine. We don't have enough to do, but it's like, it's not that bad yeah. yet. We've not, been, we've not been locked up for that long enough to warrant this yet. I also want to throw, at the beginning, at the beginning of the, the document, it also says, failure to read the contents of this document is grounds for being reprimanded by your superior officer, so it is highly advised to examine <laughs> this carefully. Any questions regarding the contents of this document can be directed towards the individual listed as your supervisor at the end of the documentation. So already, yeah. we're all in deep. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 it's an in-universe document. You'd, yeah, you'd have to read it after getting the I can the guarantee you, he, Jeremiah has never read this. <laughs> I think what they do is they make you do the thing that they do in like um, in like coffee shops where they're like, you need to tick here that you've read the safety menu. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. So you skim it and you go, yeah, yeah, that sounds fine. If I had a camera to, in order to record video, uh, which I don't. The other option of what to do was an employee training video, which unfortunately was uh, uh, we oh know, my God. Jesus Christ! That sounds yeah. So I even fun. I even have a costume. But I just don't have a way of way of recording the video. Um, but this was this you was the alternative. You have a bugbear costume. To no, I have a werewolf costume. He's just that ugly. Anyway, so back to the handbook. Good God. <laughs> we have a three-step process, which I think Conrad has created to try and get us through the plot. It's gather intel, gear up, and then get them. So we're in the gather intel stage. Conrad, hit it. You make your way down uh, to the beachfront, and you're met by this beautiful, pristine beach. There are all these old elves blazing about. All the staff seem to be sea elves or horses, uh, and there are quite a few dolphins around the place taking little boats out or, or like swimming next to people. Sorry, I'm just like blown away after these dolphins just be like, yeah, I got the whole ocean, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ferry old people around. That's what I love. They, they, they uh, do you want me to do a perception check? I'll do a perception check since I asked about the dolphins. I did definitely, when you said taking boats out, I did definitely just picture a dolphin sitting upright in a rowing boat trying to row it. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, Naomi, that is a roll. <laughs> I got a four on my perception check. And There's fish. I'm Big hungry. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> you see around the place that there's the beach hut ahead of you. There's the pier, uh, which is to the side. Um, and uh, then you see that there's the main beach where Sauron Bridal II is going back and forth delivering drinks from the hut. People that stick out to you, you can see that there's somebody behind the bar inside the little beach hut. It seems to be a younger sea elf man. There's the captain who guided you to the island, who seems to be speaking with dolphins. And then, Can you do the uh, dolphin noise? No. Try. Before coming on to this, I did try to practice, but it resulted in me watching some kid being like, here's how you do a dolphin noise, like a, literally a 12-year-old, and me just going, ah, ah, like, like for like 20 <laughs> minutes and, until everyone in the house is like, Connor, are you okay? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, maybe not a dolphin noise, right? That's your challenge for this lockdown, to learn mm. how to make the dolphin noise. Okay, I want to see dolphins in every goddamn episode. <laughs> maybe not dolphins, but I want to hear the noise. But yeah, I'm yeah. going to make sure every single episode I'm casting minor illusion to make dolphin sounds. I'll put those in post. Um, no, yeah. I immersion. <laughs> yeah, but still, 
I think we should see the wet man first. Okay. You point at the the guy behind the bar and he's just sort of like lounging backwards there. He's got wavy hair that's going over you know, one eye. It goes down to about shoulder length. These big gills and, and fins on his arms. And he's wearing baggy swim shorts, not wearing a top. And he goes, yo! What's up, my man? What's up? Not a lot, man. I'm just, you know, working the job, man. Whoa! You're, you're, whoa! Man, what are you? Yes. Have you seen a skeleton? Uh, what? Uh, you don't look like a skeleton to me, man. But you can be whatever you want to be. Evermeet is um, a free country. Well, it's not a free country. I'm, I don't want to be rude, but do you work here? Yeah, man. Like, my dad's the boss of the whole place. And so he put me in charge. That tracks. Yeah. Oh, joy of joys. Does it, man? I don't know. I'm not like him. But it's like family business and all that. And you gotta take over the company someday. Come on, Silas. You gotta work sometimes. I don't know about you. Oh, I don't know about you, Galax, but I'm really not interested in this meta plot. <laughs> <laughs> this man just dumped lore on us. <laughs> I grab Silas by the side of his dumb face in my hands and I bring his yeah. face really close to mine. Whoa. Silas, focus. Have you seen... Some skeletons. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I saw some skeletons. They came to the beach and they started like attacking people. Where? Uh, I know. Uh, like they came around like in rowboats. Do you want me to like uh um show you to my my friend? You probably know a bit more, man. He's, he usually hangs out near the coast. Yes. All right, come with me. Do you have any more tiny sausages before we go, though? Oh, yo, yeah, we got them. From, like, a a bag, he just pulls out, like, a full fistful of tiny sausages and plunks them down on the counter. You know the way that people, like, snort cocaine off surfaces? Obviously, none of us have experienced that directly. I just do that, but with sausages, and I just, like, eat them all at once. Just inhale through your mouth, like like, like in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, as I slide my head along the the, the, the counter. Wow. Wow, man. Flax really can take a lot of sausage. Hey! <laughs> uh, oh, it's terrible. So he leads you out, and then eventually he comes to the coast, and he just like dips his head fully in the waves, and you just hear like the bubbles like come up, and you see a dolphin with a bow tie approaching. <laughs> oh god, what's what's the dolphin's spell? And again, this is canon. And you can look this up on the wiki. The dolphins uh, help protect the island. They can't speak common. They can only speak dolphin. They're a sentient race. And they can't cast any magic. So they're just dolphins. So they're dolphins. <laughs> they're just oh sentient dolphins. They're just, dolphins. they're just the dolphins that like being near this island. But yeah, you can see this this guy comes up and just starts, you know, sort of like uh, speaking. You see more bubbles. Yeah, so apparently he's seen him like on the bay around the corner you have to go past like these two big rocks and they've been like resting their ship there like trying to raid nice what do they want let me ask and he dunks his head back down i would like to also dunk my head in the water you hear now with total power dolphin noises silas is making dolphin noises right back at the dolphin you don't speak dolphin unfortunately no i don't i pull my head out of the water i'm like this island is crazy and uh silas pulls back his head out of the water and says doesn't really know 
Like they're raiding or something. Can I can I ask a question? Yeah, sure, man. So uh, are they only what? raiding like one one of the beaches, or is it just like anywhere? Dunks his head back down. <laughs> this is gonna take a lot longer than I thought it would. So apparently you're attacking all the beaches around the area, man. And they've also been like killing the coral reef, man, which isn't chill at all. That's totally heinous. We'll uh, go go and check out that that cove. Uh, you, you know, past the rocks that you s suggested. Uh, we'll we'll come back and ask you if we need anything else. Uh, thank you so much. Do, do, do you want to wait? Wait one sec. And he dunks his head back down and, and he pulls it back up. So my my friend says he'll like guide you to it. His name's uh, Goranthriel of the Risen Wave, son of Hydranoriax. My name is Glass. And he'll he'll be there. Well, you just said it was a beach that's around the corner, so I was just planning on following the beach round. Okay, guys, let's get going. Whilst this conversation is going on, you can see. Please, that God, I want to get away from this NPC. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst you guys are having this conversation with this guy, Dorna, this old elf with big like ear mufflers or something and a divining rod, pointing it at the ground, and he just like fully bumps into you. He's got massive long hair and a big beard. And he's got sandals on. Uh, and socks. But like with socks as well. Mm. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, not to worry. Uh, oh. Looking for anything interesting? Oh, yes. Uh, I, it's a bit of a hobby I, I've taken up uh, trying to find things that wash up ashore. And, uh, uh, you know, I have a little collection, uh, in fact. Oh, sorry, where, where's my manners? Nero von Kars. Lovely to meet you. Dorna Braunanville. Oh, hello, Miss Dornanville. Um, uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm actually looking for... Uh, I found something rather strange. Have you seen anything purple sticking up out of the, the sands recently? Purple. I'm um. colorblind. <laughs> uh, you're still talking with uh, um, okay, your guy. Have you seen anything purple sticking up out of the sands recently? Oh, not that I can recall. Do you expect it to be somewhere around here? I might be able to help you look. Oh, yes. You can see over one of his arms, um, he's got like a, a canvas bag, which he sort of opens and he sort of pulls out like this purple shard-like chunk, but with one smooth edge with runes etched into it. It's purple stone, like onyx, but with a purple tinge to it. I'm looking for something like this, you see. I think this is this is one of a few. It must be by the markings. I I asked a friend of mine. You see, I like to collect these things, and I like to know what it is. It, it's a strange one, for sure. Presumably, I don't recognise it as being anything in particular. Do you want to make an Arcana check? Sure. I. Oh yeah, this is a game, and we can do that. If you don't know something, your character might. On the other hand, with a seven, I probably don't. Yeah, you don't really recognise this Dorna. You you don't really sort of have any idea what this thing is. This is an interesting one. Uh, Slate, you might be able to help. Do you recognize this? Hmm, sorry. Well, sir, are you a guest here? Oh, yes, hello. from Slate just kind of glances to Dorna and just goes, oh, we're not going to interact with the guests. No, it's it's quite all right. He, he start, started uh, off a conversation. Uh, oh. Yes, yes, I... I, 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 I used to live in Silvery Moon, and uh, then I moved to Waterdeep. I was a herbalist. Okay, I'm, I'm well, uh, as long as as long as we don't get into trouble, then then I'll I'll take a look at it. Um, can I can I hold it, please? It's like reaches out oh, his hand. Oh, of course. There, there, there you go. And this shaky hand plants it in yours very slowly. Uh, can you do an arcana check? 
21. Nice. You instantly, you are aware of planar magic. It's where your magic oh, comes yeah, from. Oh, yeah, yeah, I more, know what this thing is. This is a direct connection to one of the outer planes. And looking at the runes, you realize that it points to it being Shadowfell energy. Do I know what it does? It seems to be conjuration magic of some sort. Yeah, yeah, hmm. I know what this thing is. It's, um, oh, it, it's some crystal that connects to the, the Shadowfell in, in some ways. Or, like... Maybe it's pretty mm. evil. I, I don't know if you really should have this. Maybe maybe you should turn it into the um, like whoever's in um in charge here because they they are uh, they might know you know what to do with it. I, I don't I don't want you getting oh, hurt. But it's, it's part of my collection and and, and then also it's dormant. Apparently it needs needs four others in order to work, according to a friend of mine. Um, who, who is this? Slate, like, shrugs and hands it back and goes, well, you know, it's your call. I'm just looking for the rest of them. I asked your friend uh, the rest of them uh, if you'd seen any more. I'm, I'm out here searching. You see, I want the full collection. Would you be able to introduce us to your friend, if, if you don't mind, of course? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, she's, she's usually in, in her villa. Uh, do you want to go meet her? Well, I mean, I don't want to disturb her, but if you think it would be all right. Biffia loves visitors. <laughs> and so you follow Nero up the little terracotta path and you go off one of the side paths and until eventually you reach one of these villas that's sort of a bit secluded. It's on one side of the island and you can see that there's a smaller beach nearby. It seems to be more for like wood elves and such. It's like a, a densely wooded area. This frail old man kind of hunched over knocks on the door and you just hear mewling and meowing from inside. Death woman's a cat. A cat. <laughs> the door creaks open. It's Tabaxi. No. It's Professor McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to meet her. She seems rad as hell. She does. The door creaks open and uh, this woman steps out in silk robes, They're like bright orange, but with like leopard print. Uh, uh, she's yes, got baby. big hoop earrings, big wide rimmed orange glasses. Uh, tattoos are all up her wrinkly arms, almost like Celtic knot kind of designs. Uh, she's got really long fingernails, again, bright orange, orange lipstick. On her shoulder, you see that there's a, a tomcat as well, like ginger tom tomcat. So very orange, neon orange, almost, like startlingly Joy orange. Joy of joys. I can't wait till we see what the rest of her furniture looks like. Perfectly normal furniture, apart from all of the cat trees. Mm. And all of the the trees on which cats grow. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so many cats all over the place as you come inside. Ah, bonjour, bonjour. You have guests. Are you you the ones that uh, were sent by uh, my different Gothex? Yes. Uh, Magnifique. I am Biffiel de Orange, and uh, and this here is my cat Mandarin. She called her cat Mandar- Mandarin. Mandarin. Do they do they all have orange-based names? No, they don't. It just seems like the familiar. You realize there are black cats. I, I, I adopt all the cats on the island that nobody else is taking care of. That's, that's a lot of cats. That's very sweet of you. Keeps me busy on the little darlings. And she goes up to a cat and just strokes it and, and uh, uh, like like picks it up and comes and like sits on a sofa. And it's a ratty sofa because there's so many cats, like everything's slightly torn up. Please come have a seat. Are we going to sit down, uh, Dorna? We're kind of in a rush. Well, we are, but we don't want to be rude. Please, it's so early. We get visitors who are interesting. This place is so 
boring. And Slate takes a seat. She, she gets out a little um, flask and pours some of it in her tea. <laughs> She's living her life. Where have you brought them uh, here, Nero? They, they, they wanted to know about the thing I found. Oh, really? Would you want to know about things dug up on the beach? Uh, well, um... So he looks around for a second at Dorna and Glax and then like continues talking. You go looking around for Glax and Glax is not sitting down. Is he just standing in the corner? He's chasing cats. In the back of the scene, he's just like, he's like up on a cat tree, like trying to leap at a cat onto another cat tree. Uh, yeah, so, so that little um, purple crystal thingy has some weird... Shadowfell magic about it. I just I don't know if it's like safe. Oh, it should be perfectly safe. It just needs to be with the other ones, and then what, it will be absolutely uh, safe. What happens when it gets to the other ones? Then uh, the Shadowfell energy uh, evens out, and it cannot hurt anyone at all. So currently, it's in a state where it can. Well, uh, they sh- it should be with the other ones. I think you see, I am a conjuration wizard, so uh, working with um, planes is is something of an expertise. Yeah. Yes, this one it needs the other ones in order to uh, only do aesthetic effects and bring in illusions of uh, certain creatures or such, like like a vision of it. What? <laughs> yeah, no, I was with you there. I was just like, wow, that accent is fuck. Oh, so you say- wait, hold on. So you're saying that uh, one or two can create illusions and then three or four can make portals to the Shadowfell? When you have more of them, they stabilize, and uh, when you have less of them, they can be unstable. Uh, uh, do you have any other, any any more of them, or just the one that your, your friend has dug up? No! Why would I have any of those? Uh, I wouldn't have uh, such um, things, of course. Can I make an insight check? I think Jadorna makes an insight check and, and Slate just starts apologizing. <laughs> Sounds about <laughs> right. profusely. Oh, no, never mind. That's another seven. She seems fine. Well, thank you. It seems like you know what you're doing. Um, Obviously, yeah, you're right. Why would you have any of them? Um, I think we should yeah. get to the other beach. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's at this point you hear screaming outside. Oh, God. Thank you for listening to Power Word Roll. You can find links to all our social media at powerwordroll.co.uk. If you enjoy the show please consider supporting us on Patreon. Otherwise, a positive review on iTunes is the best way to help us out. But for now, from Conrad, Naomi, Henry and myself, thank you, and we'll see you in the next one. Before he took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> no, we're, uh, that's we're cutting the, that. We're cutting yeah, that. what year is this? 2011? Jesus Christ. Jeez. Hey, I appreciated but, it. I know, I know yeah, the years have really you. snuck up on you, Naomi, but... Uh... You know, we don't, we don't have cringe on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what am I here for? Good point. <laughs> my only, it's my only feature. <laughs>